It's showtime. Spiritual awakenings from Grapevine, 2009, June. Isolated in a small Mexican town, a woman gets out of self and into action. Something obviously needed to be done in my 18 months of recovery. I prayed for God to take my will and my life as he had done early in my sobriety, but my alcoholism was creeping back into my life, demanding to reassert a central place as my physical and physical health returned. I felt my initial elation and freedom slowly turning to a vague dissatisfaction, a mounting sense of not enough. Enough what? I asked myself, stymed. My feelings were hurt from frequent small things began to increasingly irritate me. And the quiet moments I used to relish were becoming, dare I say it, boring. The spiritual intoxication I have felt while placing my entire faith and taking the steps was waning, wanting. I realized that as the terror of facing myself and my wrongs subsided and as my amends were made and accepted, so had my urgency to leave things in God's hands. My alcoholism was now counseling me to whip my finances into further shape to make up for lost time or to finish the book that my drinking had abruptly halted for five years ago or better yet to cling to my partner and feed off his 20 years of recovery I tried to resist by willpower and praying for the strength to thwart my ancient composure petitioning God for balance in my life but I was clearly falling, fearfully that I would succumb entirely to my old demons. I continued to read the big book with my sponsor. One night while we were reading the family afterwards, I felt the solution might be my lie there. I marked with a star certain lines that jumped out of me. Back home, my partner asked me what I'd gone, what I'd done, what I'd gotten out of reading. I turned to the star paragraphs and told him hastily that after months of living in our apartment and rarely going out, I was getting restless. I knew that diving into meaningless activity would only feed my old obsession. I told him I'd like to allow God to replace my spiritual make-believe world with one which I, I work with a great sense of purpose. I had already commenced work with other alcoholics and much more of God had been revealed, increasing my understanding of him. But the small town was lived, we lived in how few work options that appealed to me. My partner had encouraged me to teach reading to the teenagers of the group home where he worked. Others had asked me to work at the community center with young adults and children and there were other leads. I had always wanted to work with teens. I thought this might be an avenue. The next day after my morning meditation, I received a call. The teens at the group home were organizing a talent show, and they asked me to judge. It felt like a sign, and despite the busy holiday season, I accepted with an open mind and a willing heart. I opened the big book again. Another star entry made me smile. 
We have found nothing incompatible between a powerful spiritual experience and a life of sane and happy usefulness. So we think cheerfulness and laughter make use, make for usefulness. We have recovered and have been given the power to help others. The team sang with their hearts and danced with inspiration. Family members in attendance applauded with appreciation. Appreciation at the talent on display. So I thought of something positive to say for each contestant. After the last note, the teams mingled with the audience. We announced the winner to loud applause, and I waited for it. I waited for it. Waited, waited among the teams and praised the performances as many as I could. Uh, they flushed with success and pride, and I felt uplifted. I do not know, yet, I do not yet know God's design for my work, nor need I until He guides me to it. All I need to do is pray that I do my part each day. In this way, each day, I turn my ongoing spiritual experience into a sane and happy usefulness among my fellow travelers. This is from Marie S. Nome, Alaska. are allowed to eat. And haven't you read in the law of Moses that the priests 
on duty in the temple may work on the Sabbath. I tell you, there is one here who is even greater than the temple, but you should not have condemned my innocent disciples if you know the meaning of the scripture. I want you to show mercy, not offer sacrifices. For the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. In chapters, in chapter 12, verses 17-21, centuries earlier, the prophet Isaiah had described the Messiah in Isaiah 42, verses 1-4. through 4. Matthew recognized how Jesus fulfilled that prophecy. This passage offers a powerful message of hope for those of us in recovery. Jesus the Messiah is both our servant and our leader. He is strong enough to lead and judge the nations, yet untender enough to care for the weak and helpless. He is the world's hope for salvation and our hope for recovery. Verses 17 and 21. Jesus, God's chosen servant. But Jesus knew that they were what they were planning, so he left that area and many people followed him. He healed all the sick among them. But he warned them not to reveal who he was. This fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah concerning him. Look at my servant whom I have chosen. He is my beloved who pleases me. I will put my spirit upon him, and he will proclaim justice for the nations. He will not fight or shout or raise his voice in public. He will not crush the weakest reap or put out a flickering candle. Finally, he will cause justice to be victorious, and his name will be the hope of all the world. In verses 22 to 32 of chapter 12, Matthew, only God through Jesus Christ can offer us the power we need for recovery. If we look to any other source for help, our recovery will be limited at best. Secular, new age, and even occult approaches, approaches to recovery are available. It is tragic that Christ-centered recovery is often doubted by many who need it the most. But it is even more tragic when people who find deliverance through Christ are later told that it is a lie. God's way of recovery is the way of Jesus Christ. Through him we receive the power we need for recovery and restoration. Now verses 22 to 32 say, Then a demon-possessed man who was blind and couldn't speak was brought to Jesus. He healed the man so that he could both speak and see. The crowd was amazed and asked, Could it be that Jesus is the son of David, the Messiah? But when the Pharisees heard about the miracle, they said, No wonder he can cast out demons. He gets his power from Satan, the prince of demons. Jesus knew their thoughts and replied, Any kingdom divided by civil war is doomed. A town or family splintered by feuding will fall apart. And if Satan is casting out Satan, he is divided and fighting against himself. His own kingdom will not survive. And if I am empowered by Satan, what about your own exorcists? They cast out demons too, so they will be 
so they will condemn you for what you have said. But I, if I am casting out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has arrived among you. For who is powerful enough to enter the house of a strong man and plunder his good? Only someone even stronger, someone who could tie him up and then plunder his house. Anyone who isn't with me opposes me, and anyone who isn't working with me is actually working against me. So I tell you, every sin and blasphemy can be forgiven, except blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, which will never be forgiven. Anyone who speaks against the Son of Man can be forgiven, but anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven, either in this world or in the world to come. A tree is identified by its fruit. If a tree is good, its fruit will be good. If a tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In verses 43 to 45 of chapter 12, Matthew, incomplete recovery can leave a person worse off than before. To be rid of what afflicts us is only half the battle. Once we kick an addiction or dependency, there is a void in us that was once filled with our old behavior. We must fill that emptiness with God's spirit and godly attitudes and actions through prayer and reading God's word. Otherwise, new addictions or dependencies can move in and cause further problems in our lives. Verses 43 to 45. When an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert seeking rest but finding none. Then it says, I will return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds its former home empty, sweat, and in order. Then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they all enter the person and live there. And so that person is worse off than before. That will be the experience of this evil generation. Amen. Now me, I came into to AA by the courts. I had to go for a year. I'm Fernando. This is my testimony. And I got cleaned up. Coming once a week to AA with a court card. And once I, I made a choice and, and, uh, and I felt the holiness in the room, and once I was able to focus on God and see that God was doing things for me that I couldn't do for myself, I started to pay attention. I understood that God wanted me to stop drinking. God wanted me to, to, uh, to smell good, have money in my pocket, and be well-rested, have a good night's rest, be of service at work, and get this. Be, be content. Be content at work. Be content with the challenges before me. And be content with my life and myself. And be at peace. That's what I believe God wanted me to do. And about the ninth month, I realized that God wanted something else from me. He wanted something. He was asking me to do something. And that was for me to focus on Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. And to really just to focus on the cross and say, yes, yes, yes. The fact is that, that his son 
was crucified on the cross, died, paid a big price. I mean, it was a sacrifice for God to do that. And I needed to accept that sacrifice and look at it and meditate and believe it and receive it into my heart as a fact, as a true fact that I have the power to believe it. So I believed it. I just let it in. It was that easy. Once I let it in, another individual came to affirm for me to say it outward in the in the physical realm. I guess I believed it in the spiritual realm. I just knew God wanted something from me, and He wanted me to stop, listen, and allow Jesus Christ to enter my heart completely, so I will have. The Holy Spirit inside me that will protect me from the evil sources that were coming back. My addiction wanted me back. My drinking, my my anger, my resentment, my indifference to God. I was uh, the devil was inside me, making me believe that I can be my own God. I can even make my own money and coins and so that I needed my own land. Instead of accepting the beauty and the um, the establishment that God has already done through other godly people, where I'm at, love the one you're with. Love the God that's allowing purpose, mercy, and kindness, and second chances to be evident. So I said yes to Jesus. I didn't feel anything because I already had made a choice before. I surrendered in the program. I knew that God wanted me, so I said yes, yes, yes. It was a good spirit, and that was about 40 years ago. And it has to stop the accumulation of enthusiasm and joy. And I've changed. I changed from bitter, complaining, drinking, brawling, looking for fights, individual to. Helpful, enjoy, enthusiastic, um, an interesting, happy individual. Sometimes I'm too spiritual for my sponsees, and they move on. A little radical. Anyway, I love you. God bless you. Thank you so much for coming in and listening to my testimony on how I received the Holy Spirit. Um, this Holy Spirit. I got prayed for when I received the Holy Spirit in fullness. I got prayed for, and uh, I was going down the freeway and I hit a bump in my car, and I started uh, singing and praising songs in the spirit and speaking in tongues uncontrollably. I could stop at any time, but it just flowed out like a beautiful thing that I would. More and more into the things of、uh, Holy Spirit and God. Let's go ahead and finish praying. Let's finish out with our prayer. So, our Father, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Keep coming back, family. It's working. Good morning. March 10th. Fernando, alcoholic, I'm going to go ahead and uh, read from Proverbs chapter 10 because it spoke to me so much when I first came in in Alcoholic Anonymous. It says, uh, these are the Proverbs of Solomon. A wise son makes his father happy. A foolish one makes his mother sad. Easier read version, verse 2. Wealth gained by doing wrong will not really help you, but doing right will save you from death. The Lord takes care of good people and gives them the food they need, but he keeps the wicked from getting what they want. Lazy hands will make you poor. Hardworking hands will make you rich. A son who works hard while it is harvest time will be successful. But one who sleeps through the harvest is worthless. People say good things about those who live right. But the words of the wicked only hide their violent plans. Good people leave memories that bless us. But the wicked are soon forgotten. The wise accept instruction. But fools argue and bring trouble on themselves. The wise accept instruction, but fools argue and bring trouble on themselves. Honest people can always feel secure, but lying cheaters will be caught. If you fail to speak the truth, trouble will follow. If you speak openly, peace will come. The words of good people are like a spring of fresh water, but the words of the wicked only hide their violent plans. Hatred causes arguments, but love overlooks all wrongs. Intelligent people speak words of wisdom, but fools must be punished before they learn their lesson. Wise people are quiet. Uh, wait a minute. Intelligent, hatred, intelligent people speak words of wisdom, but fools must be punished before they learn their lesson. That was me. Wise people are quiet and learn new things. But fools talk and bring trouble on themselves. Wealth protects the rich, but poverty destroys the poor. What good people do brings life, but, but what wicked people produce only sin. Those who accept correction show others how to live. Those who reject correction leave others the wrong way. Some people... People sometimes lie to hide their hatred. Excuse me. But saying bad things about someone is even more foolish. A person who talks too much gets into trouble. A wise person learns to be quiet. Words from good people are like pure silver. But thoughts from the wicked are worthless. Good people say things that help others. But the wicked die from a lack of understanding. It is the Lord's blessing that brings wealth, and no hard work can add to it. Amen. Fools enjoy doing wrong, but the wise enjoy wisdom. 
The wicked will be defeated by what they fear, but good people will get what they want. Amen. The wicked are destroyed when trouble comes, but good people stand strong forever. Sending a lazy person to do anything is as irritating as vinegar on your teeth or smoke in your eyes. Respect for the Lord will add years to your life, but the wicked will have their lives cut short. What good people hope for brings happiness, but what the wicked hope for brings destruction. The Lord protects those who do right, but he destroys those who do wrong. Good people will always be safe, but the wicked will be forced out of the land. Those who live right say wise things, but people stop listening to troublemakers. Good people know the right things to say, but the wicked say things to make trouble. That is so true. That was Proverbs chapter 10 from the easy to read version. King Solomon, over 3,000 years ago, those were written. And they stand strong today for this recovering foolish alcoholic. That's me. Okay, now I'm going to read from the 24-hour Hazleton uh, little black book. You, uh, it was very popular when it first came out in AA, and it says, March 10, we also strengthen our faith by working with other alcoholics and finding that we can do nothing ourselves to help them, except to tell them our own story of how we found the way out. If the other person is helped, it is by God's grace and not by what we do or say. Our own faith is strengthened when we see another alcoholic find sobriety by turning to God. And finally, we strengthen our faith by having quiet times every morning. Meditation for the day. My five senses are my means of communication with the material world. They are the links between my physical life and the material manifestations around me. But I must serve all connections severe, 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 all my connections with the material world when I wish to hold communion with the great spirit of the universe, God. I have to hush my mind and bid all my senses and be still before I can become attuned to receiving the music of the heavenly spheres. <clears throat> Amen. Pray for the <clears throat> prayer for the day. I pray that I may get my spirit in tune with the spirit of the universe. God, I pray that through faith and communion with him, I may receive the strength I need. Amen. C.S. Lewis has a quote for today, and he says, Die before you die, there's no chance after C.S. Lewis. Die before you die, there's no chance after C.S. Lewis. In other words, get born again. Daily Reflection today says, Alcoholic Anonymous, our Daily Reflection today is my choice. We invariably find that at some time in the past we have made decisions based on self, which later places in a position to be hurt. Alcoholic Anonymous, page 62. With the realization and acceptance that I had played a part in the way my life had turned out came a dramatic change in my outlook. It was at this point that the AA program began to work for me. In the past, I had always blamed others, either God or other people, for my circumstances. 
I never felt that I had a choice in altering my life. My decisions have been based on fear, pride, or ego. As a result, those decisions led me down a path of self-destruction. Today, I try to allow my God to guide me on the road to sanity. I am responsible for my action or inaction, whatever the consequences may be. Alcoholic Anonymous, Daily Reflections. And I believe we have one more of today's reading. Um, we have Benjamin Franklin, of all people. Benjamin Franklin has 13 subjects. You're supposed to study this subject for this week. This week with moderation means avoid extreme forbear resentment injuries so much as you think they deserve. In other words, bite your tongue. That was the exercise for this week. And next week, starting Sunday, would be cleanliness. Tolerate no uncleanliness in body, clothes, or habitation. Now, if you're familiar with Benjamin's 13 virtues, he said they're scientific. I believe that they're, uh, they, they go with the seasons. Every 13 weeks, you study one of them. And right now, on starting Sunday, is cleanliness. Tolerate no uncleanliness in body, clothes, or habitation. We are just finishing up uh, moderation this week, which, which was avoid extreme, forbear, resenting injuries so much as you think they may deserve. Amen. All righty. And uh, I guess that's about it. So how about a, a proverb, Proverb 12.5? The thoughts of the righteous are right, but the counsel of the wicked are deceit. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's word. We thank you that through our AA fellowship, the thoughts of the righteous people, Lord, bring us to safety. Their counsel is your counsel. We listen for your words, Lord, in other people's lives. We thank you for directing us and making our thoughts your thoughts, your will, our will. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, amen. Amen. God bless you, everyone. Have a blessing of a day. Today, in Jesus' name. Reading from the book of Nehemiah, chapter 9. Now in the twenty and fourth day of this month, the children of Israel were assembled with fasting and with sackcloth, and the earth opened and earth upon them, and the seed of Israel separated themselves from all strangers, and stood and confessed their sins and the iniquities of their fathers, and they set up their place and read in the book of the law of the Lord their God, one fourth part of the day and another for part they confessed, and worshipped the Lord their God. Then stood up upon the stairs of the Levites, Jeshua and Bani, Kadmiel, Shibaniah, Buni, Sheridiah, unto the, said unto the Lord with a loud voice, and they cried. Then the Levites Yeshua and Camille, Bani, Hashbanish, Sherbaya, Hodiah, 
Shabaniah and Pet Haniah said, Stand up and bless the Lord your God forever and ever. And blessed be the glorious name which is exalted of all blessings and praise. Thou, even thou, art Lord alone. Thou hast made the heavens, the heavens of heavens with all their hosts on earth and all things that are therein in the seas and all that there is in therein and preserveth them all. And the hosts of heaven worship thee. Thou art the Lord our God who didst chose Abram and brought it him forth out of Ur of the Chaldeans and gave us him the name Abraham and followed his heart faithful before thee. And made a covenant with him to give the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Jebusites, and the Girgashites, to give it, I say, to his seed, and has performed thy words. For thou art righteous, and didst see the affliction of our fathers in Egypt, and heardest their cry by the Red Sea, and showedest signs and wonders upon Pharaoh and all his servants, and in all the people of this land. For thou knewest that they dealt proudly against him. Thou didst, thou get thee a name. It is this day that did this divide the sea before them. So they went through the midst of the sea on dry land, and their persecutors that threw us into the deeps as a stone into the mighty waters. Moreover, thou ledest them in the day by a cloudy pillar, and in the night by a pillar of fire, to give them light in the way wherein they should go. Thou camest down also upon about Mount Sinai, and spoke it with them from heaven, and gave them right judgments and true laws, good statutes and commandments, and madest known unto them the holy Sabbaths, and commanded them pre precepts, statutes, and laws, by the hand of Moses thy servant, and gavest them bread from heaven for their hunger, and brought it for water for them, out of the rock for their thirst, and promised them that they should go into possess the land which thou hast sworn to give them. But they had, but they and our fathers dealt proudly and hardened their heart necks, and hearkened not to thy commandments, and refused to obey, neither were mindful of thy wonders that thou didst among them. But hardened their necks, and in their rebellion appointed a captain to return to their bondage. But thou art a God ready to pardon, gracious and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and forsook them not. Yeah, when they had made them a molten calf, yeah, and said, This is thy God that brought thee up out of Egypt, and has wrought great provocations. Yet thou in thy manifold mercies forsakest them not in the wilderness. The pillar of the cloud departed not from them by day to lead them in the way, neither the pillar of fire by night to show them light and the way wherein they should go. Thou gave them also thy good spirit to instruct them and withheld it not thy manna from their mouth and gave them water for their thirst. Yeah, Forty years thou didst sustain them in the wilderness, so they did lack nothing. Their clothes waxed not old, and their feet swell not. Moreover, thou gave them kingdoms and nations, and 
disdivide them into corners. So they possessed the land of Sihon and the land of the kings of Heshbon and the land of Og, king of Bashan, their children also multiplied as thou as the stars of heaven and brought us them into the land concerning which thou hast promised to their fathers that they should go in to possess it. So the children went in and possessed the land and thou subduedest before them the inhabitants of the land and the Canaanites and gavest them unto them lands which the kings and the other people of the land thou they might do with them as they would. And they took strong cities and a fat land and possessed houses full of goods, well digged, wells digged, vineyards and olive yards and fruit trees in abundance. So they did eat and were filled and became fat and delighted themselves in thy great goodness. Neither they were disobedient and rebel against thee and cast thy law behind their back and slew thy prophets which testify against him to turn them to thee and they wrought great provocations. Therefore thou didst deliver them into the hand of their enemies who vexed them and in the time of their trouble when they cried unto thee thou heardest them from heaven according to the manifold mercies thou gave them saviors who saved them out of the land of their enemies but after they had rest they did evil again before thee. Therefore us thou them in the hand of their enemies, so that they had the dominion over them. Yet when they returned and cried unto thee, thou heardest them from heaven, and many times didst thou deliver them according to thy mercies, and testified against them that thou mightest bring them again into the law. Yet they dealt proudly and hearkened not unto thy commandments, but sinned against thy judgments, which if a man do, he shall live in them and withdrew the the shoulder and hardened their necks and would not hear yet many years didst thou forsake them and testified it against them by the spirit in thy prophets yet they would not give ear therefore gavest thou them into the hand of the people of the lands nevertheless for thy great mercy's sake thou didst not utterly consume them nor forsake them, for thou art a gracious and merciful God. Now therefore our God, the great and mighty and the terrible God who keeps covenant and mercy, let not all the trouble seem little before thee that hath come upon us, and our kings and our princes and our priests and our prophets and our fathers, and all thy people since the time of the kings of Assyria unto this day. Albeit thou art just in all that is brought upon us. For thou hast done right, but we have done wickedly. Neither have our kings, our princes, our priests, nor our fathers kept thy law, nor hearkened unto thy commandments and thy testimonies, wherewith thou didst testify against them. For they have not served thee in their kingdom and in thy great goodness that thou gavest them. And in the large and fat land which thou gave before them, neither turned they from their wicked works. And for the land that thou gavest them unto our fathers to eat the fruit thereof and the good thereof, behold, we are servants in it, and 
it yielded much increase unto the kings whom thou hast set over us because of our sins. Also they had dominion over our bodies and over our cattle and their pleasure. And we are in great distress. And because of all this, we make a sure covenant and write it. And our princes, Levites, and priests seal unto it. That was chapter 9 of Nehemiah. And it seems to me the writing is the old King James, um, which sometimes I hear other people read it, and I think, wow, the new King James Version is pretty good. I have that also. But you can feel the anointing of the Bible come out in the King James of this particular Bible that I have here. The mercy, the loving kindness, the great miracles that the Lord has done to keep the people. How very kind the Lord does not turn off the lights on us. The sun does not turn off the heat or cool. Does not pull the plug on the water. We still have fresh water and air. His merciful kindness. He does it for the little ones. Does it for the cattle. He does it to keep. And it says right here that the Lord did do according to what he has said. And he performed according to his promise. And the Lord kept his words to us. So we want to thank you. Let's go ahead and praise the Lord. We worship him and we praise you, Lord. We thank you for your mercy, for your loving kindness. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your your care, your wisdom, your love. We thank you for your counsel. We thank you for your good spirit. And we ask you to forgive us of our sins, forgive the sins of our forefathers. And Lord, we thank you, Father, for your Son, Jesus Christ, Lord. Thank you, Lord God in the heavens, for his work on the cross. And Lord, that we have a Savior. We have an entrance into the kingdom through the from the valley of the shadow of death through our Lord Jesus Christ. Be it unto us according to thy rich words, Lord. Be it unto us according to being our shepherd that we shall not want, Lord. You make us lie down in green pastures and you lead us besides the still waters. Lord, you restore our souls. You lead us in paths of righteousness for your namesake. Yes, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil, for the Lord thy God is with us. His rod and his staff, they comfort us. Lord, you have prepared a table before us in the presence of our enemies. You have anointed our head with oil. Our cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy and loving kindness shall follow us all the days of our life, and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. And now a reading from the book of Matthew, chapter 15. Then came to Jesus scribes and Pharisees, which were of Jerusalem, saying, Why do the disciples transgress the traditions of the elders? For they washed not their hands when they eat bread, but he answered and said unto them, 
Why do you also transgress the commandments of God by your tradition? For God commanded, saying, Honor the father and the mother, and he that cursed father and mother, let him die the death. But you say, Whoever shall say to his father or his mother, It is a gift by whatsoever thou mightest be profited by me, and honor not his father or his mother, he shall be free. Thus have you made the commandments of God of non-effect by your traditions. You hypocrites. Well did Isaiah prophesy of you, saying, This people draw nigh unto me with their mouth, and honor at me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. But in vain they do worship me, teaching the four doctrines, the commandments of men. And he called the multitude and said unto them, Hear and understand, not which goeth into the mouth defileth a man, but that which come out of the mouth, this defileth a man. Then came his disciples and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Pharisees were offended? After they heard the saying, but he answered and said, Every plant which my heavenly Father has not planted shall be rooted up. Let them alone, for they are blind leaders of the blind. And if the blind lead the blind, both shall fall unto a ditch. Then answered Peter and said unto him, Declare unto us this parable. And Jesus said, Are you also yet without understanding? Do not you yet understand that whatsoever entered into at the mouth goeth into the belly and is cast into the drop? But thou, but those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart, and did defile the man. For out of the heart proceeded evil thoughts, murders, adulterers, fornication, theft, false witness, blasphemies. These are the things which defile man. But to eat with unwashed hands defileth not a man. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David, have mercy. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she cries after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and to cast it to dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith, be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. And Jesus departed from thence and came nigh unto the Sea of Galilee, and went up into a mountain and sat down there. And great multitudes came unto him, having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, maimed, and many others. And cast them down at Jesus' feet. And he healed them, insomuch that the multitude wondered when they saw the dumb to speak, the maimed to behold, the lame to walk, and the blind to see. And they glorified the God of Israel. 
Then Jesus called his disciples unto him and said, I have compassion on the multitude because they continue with me now three days and have nothing to eat, and I will not send them away fasting, lest they faint in the way. And his disciples said unto him, When shall we have so much bread in the wilderness as to fill such a great multitude? And Jesus said unto them, How many loaves have you? And they said, Seven and a few little fishes. And he commanded the multitude to sit down on the ground, and he took the seven loaves and the fishes and gave thanks and broke them and gave it to his disciples and the disciples to the multitude. And they did all eat and were filled. And they took up the broken meat that was left, seven baskets full. And they did eat where 4,000 men besides women and children. And he sent away the multitude and took ship and came into the coast of Magdala. So let's go ahead. That was chapter 15 of Matthew. Let's go ahead and cry out to the Lord for mercy for the things that we are stuck in. You know, our children may be lost or we just need a touch of the presence of the Lord in our lives so that he's there and he's the father and he loves us and he cares for us. Heavenly Father, we just stretch out our arms and our lives to thee, Lord. We give ourselves over to thee, Lord God. Lord, we put ourselves into thy hands, O Lord God. Be it unto us according to your riches of mercy and kindness. You are our Father, Lord, and we give ourselves to you. Help us, Lord. Help us to sleep properly. Help us to think properly and do properly. Help us to demonstrate thy righteousness, Lord God, in living quarters, in talking quarters, in physical fitness and attitude. Be it unto us, the counselor from heaven, Lord. Thy spirit, it's good and leads us in the way of righteousness. For thy name's sake, Lord, be it unto us according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I thank you, Lord, for delivering us from evil by your the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Our prayers have ended. Amen. God bless you. Come again. Have a fabulous day. The reading of Matthew chapter 15. These are those who assume a self-righteous posture because they fulfill all their proper religious obligations. While others may not appear to be model church members, however, Jesus says that those who go through all the right motions will not necessarily be righteous on the inside. If we do all the right things and have proud and selfish hearts, we will be judged by God. If we have repented of our sins and received forgiveness in Christ, he is pleased with us no matter what others may say. And we'll be reading Matthew 15, verses 1 through 20. Jesus teaches about inner purity. Some Pharisees and teachers of religious law now arrive from Jerusalem to interview Jesus. Why do your disciples disobey our old traditions? They demanded. 
They ignore our traditions of ceremonial hand washing before they eat. Jesus replied, And why do you, by your traditions, violate the direct commandments of God? For instance, God says, Honor your father and mother, and anyone who speaks evil of father or mother must be put to death. But you say, You don't need to honor your parents by caring for their needs if you give them money to God instead, if you give the money. And so, by your own traditions, you multiply the direct commandments of God. You nullify. You hypocrites. Isaiah was prophesying about you when he said, These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far away. Their worship is a force, for they replace God's commands with their own man-made teachings. Then Jesus called to the crowd and said, Listen to what I say and try to understand. You are not defiled by what you eat. You are defiled by what you say and do. When the disciples came to him and asked, Do you realize you offended the Pharisees by what you just said? Jesus replied, Every plant not planted by my heavenly Father will be rooted up. So ignore them. They are blind guides leading the blind, and in one blind person guides another, they will both fall into a ditch. And Peter asked Jesus, Explain what you meant when you said people aren't defiled by what they eat. Don't you understand? Jesus asked him. Anything you eat passes through the stomach and then goes out of the body. But evil words come from an evil heart and defile the person who says them. For from the heart come evil thoughts, murders, adultery, all other sexual immorality, theft, lying, and slander. These are what defiles you. Eating with unwashed hands could never defile you and make you unacceptable to God. Jesus, when left, then left Galilee and went north to the region of Tyre and Sidon. Now, the feeding of the 4,000 is both similar to, to and different from the previous feeding of the 5,000. In both cases, Jesus pitied those in need. He took a small amount of food and fed a large number of people. He used the disciples to distribute the resources, and much more was left over in the end than they had in the beginning, since the reason for pity was somewhat different, as were the location of the events and the number of people fed we saw that Jesus tailored his resources to meet pressing needs. We can count on good on God to show similar concern for us and to lend his unlimited resources to provide for us in time of need. Amen. Uh, the faith of a Gentile woman. Then Jesus left. Galilee and went north on the region of Tyre and Sidon. Verse 21. A Gentile woman who lived there came to him, pleading, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, for my daughter has a demon in her, and it is severely tormenting her. But Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. Then his disciples urged him to send her away. Tell her to leave, urged him to send her back, and tell her to leave, they said. 
She is bothering us with her all her begging. Then he said to the woman, I was sent only to help the people of Israel, God's lost sheep, not the Gentiles. But she came and worshipped him and pleaded again, Lord, help me. It isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs, he said. Yes, Lord, she replied, but even the dogs are permitted to eat crumbs that fall beneath the master's table. Woman, Jesus said to her, your faith is great. Your request is granted, and her daughter was instantly healed. Jesus returned to the Sea of Galilee and climbed a hill and sat down. A vast crowd brought him the lame, blind, crippled, mute, and many other with physical difficulties. And they laid them before Jesus, and he healed them all. The crowd was amazed. Those who hadn't been able to speak were talking. The crippled were made well. The lame were walking around. And those who had been blind could see again. And they praised the God of Israel. Then Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I feel sorry for these people. They have been here with me for three days and have nothing left to eat. I don't want to send them away hungry or they will faint along the road. The disciples replied, And where would we get enough food out here in the wilderness for all of them to eat? Jesus asked them, How many loaves of bread do you have? They replied, Seven and a few small fish. And Jesus told all the people to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, thanked God for them, broke them into pieces, and gave them to the disciples who distributed the food to the crowd. They all ate until they were full, and when the scraps were picked up, there were seven large baskets of food left over. There were 4,000 men who were fed that day, in addition to all the women and children. Then Jesus sent the people home, and he got into a boat and crossed over to the region of Magadan. Amazing, amazing stuff. Amen. So we are to be doing the same thing. We are to heal and restore and make brand new. Like in Isaiah 61, we are to pray for the people because Jesus is inside of us. Heal the sick. I don't know about raising the dead. But in Isaiah 61 says, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me because the Lord has appointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to announce the captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. He has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come and with it the day of God's anger against their enemies to all who mourn for Israel he will give beauty for ashes joy instead of mourning praise instead of despair for the Lord has planted them like a strong and graceful oak for his own glory and we have a commission to preach the good news that Jesus saves Jesus heals Jesus restores. Jesus set things all right. 
and we will rebuild the ancient ruins, repairing cities long ago destroyed. We will revive them, though they have been empty vessels for many generations. Foreigners will be our servants. They will feed our flocks and plow our fields and tend to our vineyards. We will be called priests of the Lord's ministers of our God. We will we will be fed with the treasures of the nations and we will boast in their riches. Instead of shame and dishonor, we will inherit a double portion of prosperity and everlasting joy. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully reward my people for their suffering and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be known and honored among the nations. Everyone will realize that they are a people the Lord has blessed. I am overwhelmed with joy in the Lord my God, for he has dressed me with the clothing of salvation and draped me in a robe of righteousness. I am like a bridegroom in his wedding suit. The sovereign Lord will show his justice to the nations of the world. Everyone will praise him. His righteousness will be like the garden in early spring, filled with young plants springing up everywhere. Amen. And Isaiah 63, verse 7 says, I will tell of the Lord's unfailing love. I will praise the Lord for all he has done. I will rejoice in his great goodness to Israel, which he has granted according to his mercy and love. He said, they are my very own people. Surely they will not be false again. And he became their savior. And all their suffering he also suffered. And he personally rescued them. In his love and mercy, he redeemed them. He lifted them up and carried them through all the years. In the name of Jesus Christ, praise be to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. For the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. May the blessings of the Lord be upon you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. Peace unto you, follower of Jesus. Thank you. It's time to go to sleep. Get yourself ready. Take a deep breath. It is the Lord's will that you get a good night's sleep. It's time to go to bed. Relax. Take a deep breath. Put your arms down to your sides. Be thankful. Be grateful. Listen to the waves of the sea. Listen to your breathing. Listen to your heartbeat. 
It's time to go to sleep. Go to bed. Go to sleep. Sweet is the sleep of the laborer, whether he eats little or much, but the full stomach of the rich will not let him sleep. And behold, there rose a great storm in the sea, and the boat was being swamped by the waves. But he was asleep. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So a man lies down and rises not again till the heavens are no more. He will not awake or be arose out of his sleep. Man lays down when it gets dark and goes to sleep and rises up early at the sun and goes to work. And behold, there arose a great storm on the sea, so the boat was being rocked by the waves but he was asleep sweet is the sleep of the laborer a psalm of David the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are right with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows.
But we do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left unto the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. And when the Lord had entered, he said to them, Why are you making a commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but sleeping. You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will recover, said the disciples. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Strengthen the weak hands and make firm the feeble knees. Say to those who have an anxious heart, Be strong and fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance, with the recompense of God. He will come and save you. Then the eyes of the lion shall be opened, and the ears of the deaf unstopped. Then shall the lame man leap like a deer, and the tongue of the mute sing for joy. For waters break forth in the wilderness and streams in the desert. But he was in the stern, asleep in the cushion, and they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? And he lay down and slept under a broom tree. And behold, an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. 
Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Let not, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, that where I am, you may be also. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls on men, while they slumber on their beds. So the Lord calls a deep sleep to fall upon the man and while he slept took one of his ribs and closed it up with flesh after this these things he said to them our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep but I go to awaken him. At this I awoke and looked, and my sleep was pleasant to me. And my sleep was pleasant to me. Casting all your anxieties on him, because he cares for you. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You will lie down. You will, and none will make you afraid. Many will court your favor. My son, do not lose sight of these. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, and they will be life for your soul and adornment for your neck. Then you will walk on your way securely, and your foot will not stumble. If you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep 
will be sweet. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left unto the coming of the Lord, will not perceive those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of a trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then the king went to his palace and spent the night fasting. No diversions were brought to him, and sleep fled from him. I cried out loud to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy hill, Salah. I lay down and slept. I woke again, for the Lord sustained me. For God gave us a spirit not a fear, but of power and love and self-control. In the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams. His spirit was troubled and his sleep left him. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord God is an everlasting rock. They shall build houses and inhabit them, they shall plant vineyards and eat their fruit. They shall not build and another inhabit. They shall not plant and another eat. For life, for like the days of trees, shall the days of my people be. And my chosen shall long enjoy the work of their hands. They shall not labor in vain of their hands. They shall not labor in vain or bear children for calamity. For they shall be the offspring of the blessed of the Lord and the descendants after them. They shall be the offsprings of the blessed of the Lord. 
and as they sailed, for he fell asleep. And a windstorm came down on the lake, and they were filled with water and were in danger. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world give I to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. A Song of Ascents of Solomon Unless the Lord builds a house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is vain that you rise up early and go to late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives to his beloved sleep. For he gives to his beloved sleep. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come upon you like a robber and want like an armed man. For thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest you shall be saved, in quietness and in trusting shall be your strength. But you were unwilling. For thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest you shall be saved. In quietness and trust shall be your strength. Whoever listens to me will dwell secure and will be at ease without dread or disaster. And the tombs were also open and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And do not fear those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather fear him who can destroy both soul and body in hell. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. I will not give sleep to my eyes or slumber to my eyelids. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, Sleep and take your rest. Later on, see the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. 
be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Be still and know that I am God. Be still. Consider and answer me. O oh Lord, my God, light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. For, for to set the mind on the flesh is death, but to set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. To set the mind on the spirit is life and peace. Therefore, my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure. And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this against me and against them. And when he said this, he fell asleep. Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Cast your burdens on the Lord and He will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved 